Hello everyone and welcome back to Baddies Mean Business. Happy Wednesday. Today we have a episode that I'm actually really excited about and I think it may become one of my favorites. So today Kenzie and I are going to talk about key moments in our life and how you can craft your story around these moments. And so what I mean by that is we have a bunch of these moments in our life that we sometimes don't recognize as important or um, impactful up until like later on in life and you realize like that key moment and that key decision drove you into a completely different pathway that ultimately led you to where you are today. And so we thought that that would be a really cool topic to talk about today and seeing how we can translate those type of stories into how you present yourself to other people and how you craft your story as a person and hopefully other people can connect with you in that way. It's so crazy because we were actually like having, we always have these conversations of like definitive moments in our life and what could or would have happened if things had gone differently. And so I thought this was a really great topic when Riley brought up the idea. She's like, what if we did a key moments episode? I was like, that sounds amazing because there are so many big or small things in our lives that literally can make our lives go 360 and change it entirely. And I think it's a good way to reflect on things, but it's also a good way to be extra grateful for those experiences, whether they're good or bad, because at the end of the day, your story is all of these moments combined together that make you who you are and the way that you react to these stories and how they play out in your life are also a definitive part of who you are because of the things that you've gone through and growing and learning and overcoming obstacles, or even if they're really good, it's, you know, sitting with it and being grateful for it and making sure to have more things like that come into your life or like ask for more things come into your life. So basically, long story short, we're super excited to hop into this episode today because we both think that this is a huge part of our stories, our testimonies, our character, who we are, how we, you know, tell ourselves to strangers so to speak. So yeah. Yeah. And so the way we were like, this was inspired is like you, you know, you go on TikTok and everybody's talking about like, oh, like you're like, you're videotaping somebody else and you're like watching them experience, like they just experienced a key moment in their life. And it's like, we don't often like recognize those in the moment. And for me, I was like thinking about like how you always enter these like new chapters in life. And then suddenly it's like, it gets pretty easy to forget about all the things you've accomplished or went through before that one moment, or like you mm-hmm. entered into a new transitional period of your life. And you're like, you forget all the other important impactful moments in your life that still contribute to your overall story. But in and out today, we're going to be talking about how we have crafted our own personal stories around these moments in our life. We're going to share what the moments are, why they're important to us. And in the end, we hope that it helps you guys also translate who you are to other people um, in a way that is the most genuine and transparent um, version of yourself. And so just to jump into it, um, so what is a key moment? I think everybody can kind of understand what a key moment is. We just talked about it. And so for many people, it could be something that is tragic. It could be like losing a loved one. It could be something that's like really serious that happened in your life, like abusive relationships, whatever it is, like overcoming something. Other ways of it is could be really happy moments, like some something you've accomplished that you were trying for years and years and years to do. And you finally found that moment where you you did it. These have all types of different def- um, definitions to them. And so this is a very dynamic conversation. And it's not saying like what are key moments, like if you should identify similar things in your life. It's like what is important to you? What do you, what 
really shifted your perspective in the direction that you were you were presently going in. So, Kenz, I don't know if you want to start off with yours, and then I can go ahead and dive into my first one as well, and we can talk about like why it's important um, to us. Sure. Yeah. Um, so for mine, I was kind of like jotting down a bunch of ideas and. I feel like I've had a lot of really small, in quotation, small moments or like very big moments that have both equally impacted me. And so I think my biggest one that like I could see most relevant in like my, you know, previous chapter, I guess, or just like something that's, you know, not when I was a child, but more so like when I was a teenager, early, like young adult was moving out for the first time and what that looked like for me. So I moved out for the first time away from my parents. And like, for those who know me very, very well, I love my family. I mean, I feel like a lot of people are like that too. And it's really hard when you're taking that first step of like moving out. And so I do remember like when I was going through all that, it just being like having to navigate every single little thing around that. And at the end of the day, I feel like reflecting on it now, it's like, okay, I had to get through that in order to understand that I am able to take care of myself. I am going to be okay if like things get hard, you know, like if, you know, budgets are tight or something happens in my personal life and I'm not close to my family or close to people who like bring me the most joy or can comfort me in situations that are good or bad that like really changed my perspective of how to kind of just like work through things on my own. And so I would say that it was a time that I didn't expect to be so definitive. Like obviously moving out for the first time is a big deal, whatever. But I think that the perspective that I had going into it of what it would change for my life was totally opposite of what it actually did. And it really just allowed me to sit in the discomfort of like, learning something new and understanding like how to take care of yourself in a more definitive way, if that makes sense. And so except for, you know, cause there was things that my parents taught me with, there were things that I had to learn just moving out solely because like you have a lot of responsibilities when you move out on your own. And so mm-hmm. navigating all those deal. things, it's totally a big yeah. deal. I just think my overall perspective of it was just like, Oh, I'm just gonna have to learn how to pay bills and like, you know, navigate time management. It's like, no, yes, all of those things like were factors that I like had to learn even greater than I had in like my teenage years. And so, but the big one was like, you know, how to take care of myself when I'm feeling down and who to go to comfort. Like, obviously I moved in with Josue, my boyfriend and our best friend, Jared, his brother. And so it was nice to be around people the OG, that I had. The OG, the OG. house. There's yes. so many memories. I loved coming home from college and being able to go to one apartment, all my besties were in the same exact apartment. It was so so great. It was so great. Definitely. I definitely don't think I would have had the experience I did if I didn't live with one, two boys and two, my boyfriend and three, just like being able to rely on them when I needed to, but then also them being so good at giving me space as like my boyfriend giving me space and also as like my one of my best friends giving me space and I think just being able to reflect on the fact that it wasn't just the little things of like greater responsibility it was like how am I going to live keep my space how am I going to you know take care of myself when I don't have a ton of people or how am I going to you know 
not rely on others or be more so myself and like, how am I going to take care of me, I guess. And so long story short, I feel like that was overall a really big chapter for me was that first initial move away from my parents, even though it was like literally an hour away. <laughs> but still, still. I mean, you're like crafting or like you're curating like what your life is going to be then. It, like, like you said, it's like you are creating completely different new habits and such. So mm-hmm. um, the way I kind of want to reframe my sec- my part of this is that there are, I do have elements of my life that I very, I try to intentionally include in my story when I'm sharing it with others. And I guess in a way I could frame it as like my pitch, my personal mm-hmm. pitch to people. And my main purpose for this is that I want to connect with someone else and whether it's like they have a mutual experience and like what I've experienced. Um, so I definitely like would like to include these key moments in my in my story when I even with strangers like I'm meeting them first thing like the first time but I make sure to touch on these because for one it gives them a, a sense of like my vulnerability and like I'm not mm-hmm. afraid to share it um to what my interests are and three how I've gotten to where I am today and so the elements I like to focus on is for one one of the biggest moments for me is my traumatic brain injury and it's definitely a tough topic to bring up in conversation I kind of laugh about it and people don't really understand why I laugh about it but for (laughs) me it was like it's a traumatic experience that turned out uh, like had positive influence in my life um so when I had a traumatic brain injury I was 18 or I was 17 years old yeah and the reason why it was important to me it was like it was all of a sudden it's it's an experience that involves a lot of like adaptation but for me I learned a lot from it so I learned a lot about myself and I learned that like there were very scary moments during this time when I was 17 where I was like well at that time I lost the hearing in my right ear for a bit I lost my sense of taste and smell for a few years it's slowly coming back now um it's it's an like an ongoing recovery process um like I, I'm good, like I'm good, but like the smell and taste, like, you know, is a, comes back a little slower and mm-hmm. it's not COVID. Like, yeah, it's a very confusing situation. Like at the time I wasn't allowed to look at screens. I wasn't allowed to watch TV. Like you're not allowed to do much besides eat and sleep because it's overstimulation. And so I was in the house like for the rest of the summer, like it happened in July. And I was, mm-hmm. I was in home in my house, like permanently for like two months. Mm-hmm. And at that time I lost a lot of friends. because there was those who wondered where I went I went missing for the summer but like never checked up on me and like that gave me a greater sense of like who my people were and it made me a lot more careful and wanting to be more careful about who I included in my life because when those moments happen like who was going to stick around Mm -hmm. and so I learned that pretty quick quickly and I'm glad I learned that pretty young um and also the fact that I I realized like just at the snap of a finger your entire all your plans, all your future plans of what you're going to do can just be gone. And so it's like, you really do have to like take advantage of like the now. And I, I still think it's like hard because you have fear getting in the way of like what, you know, potentially failing of like, what if you're not more accomplished as someone else? But like that, for me, I always go back to that one moment where I thought to myself, I'm like, there was that, that statement a doctor said that I would not be able to like go to college because I was applying for I was about to apply for colleges at that Mm -hmm. time and like I never want to have that feeling of like I can't do something and so it's like well I guess I should try to do it now while I can Mm -hmm. um and I I I was like this isn't I I don't like this being like the simp like give me sympathy it's not that at all and I hope that like the reasons I gave you like explain why I say this and so what I bring up this is that I'm like 
like my name is Riley. Like I grew up in Washington. I, I wanted to move to California because I wanted to explore diff- different opportunities that I know were out there. Um, one of the key moments in my life was when I experienced a traumatic brain injury when I was 17 years old and it drove me to uh, want to start my very first company, which was called SimPlus when I was 18 years old. And I, um, I, it was a software platform to help other survivors manage their recoveries. Like that's like how my story drives into like my professional life. It was like the, that was what I found to be like my level of impact and what I can do to change the world. And it shows that like my personal experience, it like led me to what I do now, which is like, I'm still, I work in venture capital, which is on the investing side. And, but it stemmed from my experience building like my very first like company and like the things I did within the year that I was working on that, um, on that idea. So I feel like those are like, that's a really important thing to include and like it can make people uncomfortable, like for sure. But it's like, I try to laugh it off because it's like, I don't want, it's not supposed to be like it to me, it's not sad. Mm -hmm. Like it's a, it's a very happy experience because it made me like, it drove me into the amazing experiences that I have like I've experienced in since then today Mm -hmm. so it's it's a very positive a very positive story to me yeah that it's crazy because like I was one of those few people that like went through all of that chapter with you and Mm -hmm. I just remember being like very scared in that moment but then like knowing that Riley and like knowing her and knowing her strength and understanding that like okay Dodger said she's gonna be good but like there are going to be a lot of side effects. There's going to be a lot of time and like healing and her having to figure things out kind of newly again. And that to me was like scary, obviously. This is my best friend and like going through that. And so I think, yes, to to that part of it, yes, it was scary. It was sad. It was confusing. It was frustrating. It was like, why is this happening to her? But then seeing her on the off side of it, it's just like, it's incredible how these moments really do define who we are. And I know that that's such a cliche statement, but I just feel like so much appreciation for the way that life happens and like knowing that there are good things that came from this, that you were able to, like you would have never founded that startup when you were eight years old if you hadn't gone through that because you wouldn't have had any relation to a situation like that. And so you were able to be a voice for other people and be a hub spot for other people to communicate. And that is amazing. And then also now to share it here and be, you know, just say like, basically don't take life for granted. Like you never know what could possibly happen. And I think for people like myself who haven't gone through a huge, like life altering situation, like life or death altering situation like that, to really sit back and reflect because I am so close to you that like this could literally happen to everybody or anybody. And that, that even makes me more grateful for the reflection of the good because, Hey, this just remind I just reminded myself of it. It's from the fault in our stars. And it's like when they walk into Gus's family's house and there's the little pin picture on the wall and it's like in order to have sunshine you have to deal with the rain or something of that nature and so it's so true because it's like you would have never become the person you are today without that experience and like everything else in our life some things can be more traumatic like that or they can be just like little things that alter I don't know I feel like I'm getting a little repetitive right now but I just think that it's even though it can make people uncomfortable it can be a little bit 
hard to hear if you've never known Riley or like known this situation. But I think understanding that the reason she tells it is for the sole purpose of everything that happened afterwards and everything good that happened afterwards and the things that she was able to tell and like share with other people and bring perspective. So I appreciate it. I really mm-hmm. do. And I think you bring up a good point of like, you don't need necessarily to have like that life altering like moment in your life and to feel like you don't have like a story to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, for me, it's like, I, I, I'm appreciative of the fact I can have something like that to share. But the only reason I share it is because like, I feel like it tells other people a lot about like what I've learned and like mm-hmm. what I really try to value. And for me, it's like, that's an anchor moment for me because it drives a lot of the way I think about my decisions now and like the way I want to like represent myself to people and like, and how I want to treat people because like the, everything is very special and very taken for granted. And I think Mm -hmm. I still today, like take those things for granted, like the smallest things. And, but I always think back to that moment of like, okay, what if I wasn't able to go to college or like those, Mm -hmm. those, those things. And it's like, that's for me, but other people have incredible stories too that I can pull inspiration from as well. Like there's others who've experienced something completely different in Jurassic, but I always keep in mind, I get like, I always want to be aware that like, there are other stories that are important that you can pull lessons from and you don't feel Mm -hmm. like you have to experience it directly in order for it to be um, a part of your like personal, like, story or your personal pitch like I mentioned before to other people yeah I think that that's a really good point because I know that oftentimes there are people that I even know and myself included that you know haven't quote-unquote experienced you know very traumatic situations like I've definitely had my fair share of like things that have happened to me in my life that I won't dig into that you know have like literally defined the person that I am today but to some other people, they might not be as quote unquote big. And I think that's a really important lesson to understand, especially if you're a person who hasn't had those, those life altering situations happen to them because big or small, all things are an act of our story and all come together for the greater purpose. And so I think also in tune to that, it's like my perspective, just an example on Riley's story, like, because I knew her personally, it has effect on me too. And so therefore I value the things that she has valued coming out of this traumatic situation and being like, okay, this happened to Riley. Like, this is something that I can't just, you know, this is, it's sensitive to me too, because I love you and you're my best friend. And so therefore I am able to also add that into, you know, the things I can learn and overcome because I know that someone very close to me overcame and did stuff like that too so it's encouraging it's the stories that we tell are encouraging they're not meant to be sad Mm -hmm. sob stories are meant to be encouraging and to uplift others and also like Riley said bring connection and relatable circumstances to other people so yeah I feel like that's the entire basis of like having a podcast like this is that we Mm want to share perspectives of like how we see the world and um that's like just one example of it and I think every person like you just stop and think during this episode okay what's what are my what are my moments like what crossroad did I find myself in that I felt could have taken me in a completely different direction and maybe I'm grateful that I didn't I made the decision that I did Mm -hmm. and so I think it's like it's a fun little exercise to do because it's like 
you draw so for me personally I feel like I found myself drawing lines in my life in my timeline like I only look forward from here I only look forward from here but Mm -hmm. like it's easy to forget everything before so it's like now it's like practicing how can I embody who I am from all the fun and the crazy and the what the heck Mm -hmm. (laughs) that Mm -hmm. I have seen in the world and so it's like for you like what uh, what's another one for you um, I would say, and I've definitely talked about this on the podcast a million and one times, but my move to San Diego was another big one for me. And that wasn't just because of a move, like, because I've already done that before. I was already living, like, not at home. It's not that part of it. It's being in a new state with not a lot of people other than my aunt and Riley and a couple of her friends that I knew and being kind of really alone and sitting in that discomfort of being alone and, um, having that be impactful on my relationships, like with my boyfriend, with my family, like being apart from them for so long and navigating long distance and all of those things. And so I think that was a very definitive moment because I was able to really learn what I valued for myself and what I needed from other people in my life or just solely from myself. And so it kind of relates to the first one a little bit, so I won't dig too deep in it, but I would definitely say that that would be like my second one that's been really relevant. They say that another definitive moment would have been, um, I'm kind of like going on a third one, kind of half of <laughs> one and a half, um, but it would definitely be just deciding my major and graduating college, like kind of into one. So like I didn't plan. Well, okay. I right, let me back this up. So when I was like trying to decide what I wanted to do for my career, my like educational path, whatever, I kept trying to do things that were obviously not who I am and like what drives my purpose and passion. And I don't mean in like a negative way. I mean, just like I was thinking about psychology. So because I'm like really passionate about people, which is still very relevant, but understanding that, okay, psychology is very heavy. And do I have the mental capacity for that? Like, do I, if I want to become a counselor, how do I navigate all of that with hearing other people's stories and being so now like reflecting on it? I'm like, oh my gosh, I literally have a podcast where I hear people's stories and I'm able to like gain perspective and knowledge through other people. So that, that was kind of cool how it kind of came full circle. Another example was like dental hygiene, um, being a teacher, just like a lot of Things that I thought that I would be good at, maybe, instead of focusing on the things that I was already good at, which were like being creative and design and artistic and um, kind of like digital focused. And so it was kind of like a no brainer. Once I picked my major, I was like, okay, duh, like that makes sense. Why didn't you think of that like a year ago when you were just trying to discover all of this? And so I think that was a really big moment looking back because now I'm like, oh my gosh, it was so, I was so blind by what I thought that I should be doing in terms of a career instead of literally taking the risk and be like, okay, yeah, I'm very creative, but like what happens with creativity? Like, can I actually be successful in social media, in digital marketing, all these things? And I feel like not to dig deep into it, but the pandemic also taught me a lot of that because everything kind of transferred, as everybody knows, transferred remotely. And so that really showed me that there is a need for it in case like of an emergency like that or just in general. And so realizing all of that now, I'm like really grateful to my past self for taking the leap of faith and not knowing what job I wanted to do, but knowing that I wanted to go into this to be creative, to spark like 
my greatest passion, which is like being creative, being around people, you know, all of those good things, things that I'm doing now and I'm happier than ever. So it's just, that's a big thing. And then also just college in and of itself was just like a big milestone achievement for me because I really, really wanted to go to college because I never was really like the smartest gal. Like I'm very, I'm very smart. I don't, I, I don't want to say that like negatively. Like I'm not beating myself up education wise. Like I had a hard time in school is what I'm saying. I had a hard time getting super good grades. I was definitely more like street awareness smart than I was more so like, okay, I'm going to ace like everything in science classes and math and whatever. And so that's why like going to college was a big deal for me because I was like, I want to prove to myself that I am capable of doing something like this, even though I probably was not a kid that was looked like, like you're not going to go to college. Not that at all. Cause I was always encouraged by people, but just for myself, knowing that I wasn't the best in school being able to literally graduate with like almost a 4.0 was like really cool for me. So that kind of just came full circle again, reflecting on all of that. So I think to put that all in one learning moment or key moment, I should say just like school, learning my major, all of that kind of thing bundled up together. Plus the move to San Diego because I was thrown in there. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like all that really was like you, it's telling the story of like how you followed your intuition of like what you felt like was best fit for you. And Mm -hmm. you didn't know exactly what it was going to look like, but you just knew like it felt right. Um, And I think that's like really powerful to know, especially for people our age. I mean, it's just like sometimes you don't always have everything like planned out. You just like Mm -hmm. know that there's going to be something waiting for you ahead and you just got to get there which is really exciting. Agreed. I think with that, my biggest like little tip would just be like in college in general or just like career. Cause I still don't know what I'm doing. Obviously I literally am like bouncing between jobs and like trying to figure out what I really want to do, like knit and gritty what I want to do. But knowing that like at the end of the day, my goal is to just be creative and passionate in anything that I do is like, I value things like the core values of a company. If I choose to work with a company or, you know, I, value my structure and like being able to create my own schedule like I I value these things and so throwing those things into the list of like my non-negotiables basically helps me digest like what I really really want but at the same time it's like it's also okay to not have any idea to know what you want because I still am like okay well yeah yesterday I was like oh my god I want to be you know blah, blah, blah. and then maybe today I'm like no I absolutely don't want to do that ever so mm-hmm. I think also in with that I'm glad that I took it upon myself to do something that I knew I was good at and run with it regardless of like a definitive job that I thought I could have and being confident in that and then the extra the confidence of finding a job came later if that makes sense so like know what you're confident in and run with it regardless of what it is in your life because everything will naturally follow after that because Literally, I like got a job before I graduated in social media marketing. And that was something that like was a big goal of mine. But I didn't find that goal until after I started into the program and like actually got into it. And I was like, okay, this is what I really do like to do. Let me find a job in it. I but, think it's really helpful. And it's like, it's, this isn't really more of like, um, this is, I hope it's helpful. But it's like, this is mm-hmm. more of like defining like how we see our own personal like life path. And so it's like cool to see like that those are your moments. Like we, this was kind of a personal exercise for us. Like we just like stopped to think of like, okay, well, what, I mean, honestly, like what are our, our moments? And like, and I guess in the way that I'm going to like finalize my, my part on this is that 
uh, I already explained how when I'm like talking to a new person and I want to explain like who I am, I start, I do typically start off with like mentioning that my TBI and like starting the first company and like that sets the, the groundwork for the types of, like the way I think something that really defined who I am and what I value. But now the next part of the the pitch, the personal pitch in me is like, this is where it gets a little bit more dynamic and it depends on like who I'm talking to. So one example of why this is important is because um, actually this last week I, I, we were, we had a meeting coming up and I was meeting with somebody and I just wanted to do a quick Google search on um, who they were. And I read in their bio that they used to sell books in one summer and there was no like, company mentioned or anything like that but I also sold books one summer during college and I was like hold on wait a second is this a book man it's like for those who may not know I sold door-to-door I sold books door-to-door in Nashville Tennessee when the summer after my freshman year and that was also a key moment for me because like that was the most insane <laughs> decision ever. Like if you've listened to our podcast before, like I literally decided to do this internship. They said it was the hardest one to do. And I'm like, okay, cool, let's do it. And then we started driving across where I drove with like a caravan of folks. I just met like 24 hours before we left, if that. Um, and we caravan to Nashville, Tennessee. And I sold books for three months door to door, 12 hours a day. Like it was a wild experience. I think it's a very fun one to bring and present, but I wouldn't have known that if I didn't do a little research on this guy. And obviously when I introduced myself, I wanted to bring that up. So I, t- I told my typical story and then I was like, I also noticed that you sold books one summer and I just am curious if you sold it for this company. And it turns out that he did the exact same internship I did, but 20 years before I did it. And so I was like, that's extraordinary. Yeah. Ended up taking up like half the call just talking about our fun little stories of like the people we've met selling door to door. And so it's like, if I didn't like capture like that small piece of my story. So I like, I mentioned like I sold books door to door. It was quite extraordinary experience for me. I sold it in Nashville, Tennessee for three months. Um, I wouldn't have connected with this person if I didn't bring that up. So like, that's a really cool thing about being able to tell your like these moments in your life. Cause you never know who you're talking to will actually like, connect with you way deeper than you you may like assume and so that that was like a rare occasion like that's a very rare thing that happens but like there always seems to be something that other people can relate to and if I don't mention the door-to-door sales I'll go ahead and mention the podcast and I'll be like I discovered venture capital when I was a junior and at that time I was working as a programs coordinator for this the Alavin Entrepreneurship Center and I decided to start a podcast well, I don't, do you, do you guys know what that podcast is called? I hope so. <laughs> um, but I started the podcast because for me personally, I felt like I met a lot of individuals who had um, like their own personal, like mental biases about what they were capable of. And I felt like it was, it sucked. And I wanted to create a platform to help other people share their stories and hopes to inspire people to do what they want to do. Gosh, darn it period. Like, you know, point blank. <laughs> point blank. And so that I also like, I love to talk about that when it comes to talking to other people too. Cause those are like the, those are big moments to me because I mean, for one, I feel like they're very unique to myself and not everyone always has those. And two, it tells a lot about like what I care about. Um, and so it's like curating these little moments in your life to the person you're talking to dependent on age, 
professional setting, non-professional setting, gender. I mean, you can you can cut it in so many different ways. Um, but I feel like it's a really fun activity to like kind of have different ways that you tell like who you are and then seeing which ways connect with people the most. And then you kind of just like stick with it. I totally agree. And I think that that's another key reason why we have the podcast and the platform that we do is so we can continue doing this and then also, you know, take a step back and reflect after so much time has passed. And so we definitely encourage you all to to do the same and hope that you enjoyed listening to our little stories that we have. And we definitely have plenty of others that have been definitive. And so if this wants to be like a secondary podcast episode, definitely let us know because I think talking about things like that just makes you feel a lot more gratitude and just grateful and inspired to like continue doing what you're doing because you were able to reflect on those moments and know that if you were able to get through those things now and you're here today doing the things that you're able to go through whatever future endeavor you're going to experience, good or bad, that's going to be a key moment in your life. So yeah. Yeah. My summary is that you're cool and we want to teach you how to tell other people you're cool. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And you should be able to tell people how you're cool because everybody's got their own unique stories and everybody's got something to bring to the table. (laughs) Absolutely. I I really, we really appreciate you guys. You're still listening to the end of this podcast. We appreciate you. We're grateful for you. Please connect with us online on mm-hmm. our Instagram at Baddies Mean Business. Feel free to send us a DM. Feel free to send us an email, baddiesmeanbusiness at gmail.com. And we will talk to you guys next week. Thank yes, you. we will. Bye, baddies. Bye, baddies. <laughs>